Hello, and welcome back to The Basement Podcast, Episode 4. I'm your host, Cody Prince. Let's get into it. So just to get it out of the way, you know, go ahead and get it out there. So we did end up deciding to uh, dissolve our partnership with the Real Bud Tenders. It wasn't anything bad or a disagreement or a fight or anything dramatic like that. Uh, it was mainly just me and Katie kind of sat down and talked about it. And we talked so much about <clears throat> giving back into the, your community and our local community and stuff. So to partner with someone who was outside of that it just really wasn't what we felt we needed to do right now. Not only that, but we're kind of new to this. We're still getting our footing. And to kind of add that extra weight on top of everything else we're already trying to figure out was just an unnecessary uh, hurdle for us to have to deal with right now. Yeah, it was a lot to have to kind of learn and adapt to all at once. You know, because we started this and then boom, here's this next thing. And it it seemed like it had a lot of... Um, I don't know. They added quite a bit of stress, I would say, definitely. Right. And I don't ever want to feel like I'm being moderated, whereas I have to run what I'm going to put out by someone else. And I'm not saying they were doing that, but I mean, I think anytime you're partnering with someone, especially that you don't really know that well personally, yeah, then you kind of feel like, should I have, you know, run this by him before I put this episode out? And I don't ever want to have to do that. Right, like, I'm going to put out what I want to put out when I want to put it out without asking anyone. This is my podcast our podcast and yeah no one is going to get to tell me what i can or can't put on it and that was kind of our whole point with it is we wanted something that was just ours we've both decided to go down roads independently and together where we're trying to make our own way where we're not dependent upon other people where it's just us and us focusing on um specifically growing these things on our own making them ours not having to make sure or depend on somebody else, et cetera. Right. And it, you know, it makes more sense that if we were going to partner someone with someone, it would be like a local distributor or something like that, where we get to meet with them. We get to talk with them in person and we get to help promote their brand locally in our yeah. own community, help them grow. Keep it all within, you know, Oklahoma, within our group, try to make sure we promote our community first. Cause that's kind of what our whole, point in starting this was for right so we wish them all the best i mean i <clears throat> hope they do well obviously but moving forward it's just going to be the basement podcast yes just the basement podcast with cody and katie so moving past that uh what are we going to talk about what are we going to call this episode oh i don't know real talk no so we are talking about it and and where we do, we obviously want to keep putting out these facts and we want to help people learn things they may not have known or give them a little more information about things they did know but didn't know the specifics of. And we're going to do that in every episode. But, but what I told Katie is I don't want to make every episode just about that. Finding that, that balance between what's funny and what's informational and that, that perfect uh, melting pot of those two things where you're constantly entertained and we're constantly putting out stuff and where if every episode is just, okay, today we're going to talk about the, you know, endocannabinoid system or terpenes or, and whatever else it might be. 
and then we just go in and, and drool out fact after fact after fact that kind of gets old and it's not really sustainable. Right. Eventually we're going to run out of things <clears throat> to talk about. Exactly. And it's going to be mainly you talking because I'm better at like the, the real world hot stuff. Like I can smell a bud and look at it and tell you pretty closely what it's going to be or how it's going to make you feel. Whereas you could spout out all that information that just I like, over I my like head. Facts. Facts, facts, facts. Yes, my little nerd wife. <laughs> it works out perfectly, really. Yeah, I got all the, I got all the facts. I, I set it all straight, get it all organized, and then you give all the, the fun real world things. Like, exactly. like I learned pretty much everything like that had to physically do other than the basics of marijuana from him. He taught me over the phone how to roll my first joint. It was an epic failure because we started with the dollar bill method because we thought it would be easiest for me and I epically failed. But still, over the phone, he talked me through how to roll my first joint. Because I'm an OG. <laughs> so this episode, we're not really going to do too much facts. We're going to mainly just talk about our stories, kind of uh, more backstory on our cannabis use, uh, some of the things that kind of shaped our opinion on cannabis today. Uh, and uh, just talk about some funny stuff. Right, yeah. Just kind of <clears throat> let you know who, who we are, who Cody and Katie are. Right. So, so we'll start off with a funny story who for both of us. Who the princes are. I don't know why I didn't say that. Who the princes are. Oh, that's our last that's name. That's our last name, right? dummy. <laughs> yeah. I'm not as high as last episode <laughs> and won't ever because going back and listening to that and how slow I like I didn't realize I was talking that slow. If anything, I was trying to make sure my voice wasn't like shaky or weird, but I have learned now what that <laughs> what that point is to where okay, don't smoke anymore before you do this episode because yeah. I don't want people to hear it and just be like, I don't want to listen to this slow talking pothead. Right. Trying like, to get through a sentence. Yeah, just, Hello and welcome to we don't need to be doing that. But um no, so funny stories would be so when so I started smoking, like I say, it was it was a little over seven years ago. And uh, obviously, when I started, it wasn't uh, particularly yeah, it wasn't legal. super above board. <laughs> <clears throat> and the town I lived in, which is a, a very small town, had run runneth dry, and it was almost impossible. So I would have to drive uh, about two hours to go get it and come back. Yeah, now that's this, that's a long ways. Yeah, it sucked. It was terrible. And the whole ride home, you're just thinking, "Oh God, use your you know you're you're making sure you're doing everything right. Like use your blinker." And, Make Set sure you wait control. a certain amount of time after turning your blinker on before it changes lanes and all these. And I would do, like, vehicle inspection before I would leave and make sure headlights work, blinkers work, all this, tags, everything's up to date. But so I would drive two hours away. Uh, I would usually go with my cousin. Me and him would go together. Uh, and we would get there, and this guy, uh, my cousin has been friends with him growing up, uh, and he has just these huge, like, storage bins, containers filled with all this stuff. And so you're immediately on edge thinking, I hope this isn't the moment the SWAT decides to break down the door. Right. Like, that would be my luck. Like, I'm here to buy, you know, a quarter or a half ounce or something. And then I get busted with some guy that's got, like, 50 pounds stacked up <laughs> in this room. <clears throat> but uh, so this particular time would be the first time I uh, ever tried to dab. Oh, babe. Yeah. So I had never done it. And I thought, like, well, how, how much? Because I had a pretty high tolerance at that point. I mean, we smoked joints and blunts constantly and I, I would smoke at work all day every day and it was I, I'm a high functioning uh smoker I guess is what you'd say like uh I that's just part of my day like right. I just smoke but uh 
So I thought, well, I can handle just one hit. I, I was wrong. <laughs> and so we had to, we actually ended up having to stay there like an extra hour or two for me to sober up. And we had to go, they had to go get like, give me food and stuff. Cause I remember we were sitting on the couch watching TV and all of a sudden I just start to feel my head kind of lean back and then it just got stuck. And I would literally have to take my hand and push my head back around so I could get it <laughs> forward to look. And I just remember looking over at my cousin. I'm like, dude, I'm like, we, like, I can't drive us home right now. Yeah. <clears throat> but yeah so. i i had not quite as horrible of an experience the first time i did dabs but i probably shouldn't have done them when i did them so i didn't start smoking until i was oh wait were you not done no that was it okay i thought so <laughs> but then i just need to make sure i got home safely after that it was a good story well obviously you got home safe you're <laughs> right here so anyways oh shut up this is not no, a ghost no, moment no, 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 no. Um, anyways, so I have, I was really, really good friends with this chick. We had been friends for like ever. I had just started smoking when I turned 18 and she was a year older than I was. And so she already had her own apartment and all of the things. And so I'd go over there, we'd hang out and she had the kind that's like attached to, you know, one of those big clunky vapes because she oh, yeah. also vaped. And I knew that she smoked, and so I was like, well, what kind of weed do you have, blah, blah, blah. Because, I mean, I wasn't at my house at that time. I still live with my parents. Uh, so I was like, okay, freedom. Let's do all the things I can't do at home. And so we had a glass of wine, and Ooh. then she pulled out, because she didn't have any flour. So she pulled out this thing, and I was like, what is this? And she's like, this is the dab. And I was like, okay, let's do it. No idea at this point. Had zero idea what it was. And so I had been there maybe like an hour, hour and 15 minutes, and she did it. She did it all for me. She just had me hit it. Like she did the little swirly thing with the stick and oh, yeah. all that stuff. She did that all herself. And she was like, I'm just going to give you a little. And so I took a really big hit. I was like, if I'm just oh, going to have a little bit, got to take a big hit, right? Got to make the most of it. Because my brain still didn't know what was about to happen. And so I did that, and about 20 minutes later, it started to set in, so I was laying, or sitting on her futon. We were watching something just on the background, and we were playing this weird game that she had that I'd never heard of. And all of a sudden, I was like, hey, man, I'm really tired. <laughs> and then the next thing I knew, it was like 11 a.m. the next morning, and oh, I had fallen asleep on the futon. And just passed out the entire time. Yeah, see, I didn't have the luxury of sleeping at all. Uh, no, I did get some crazy good sleep. Back hurt because, you know, futons, but good sleep. Yeah, I bet you did. <laughs> that was my first ever dab. I'm a, I'm an old school, though. Like, I, I like to smoke a weed. Like, I like, uh, yes. I like it. My, my main source, and Katie knows this, obviously, is I use this old dugout. This wooden dugout. They were called the Digger One Hitters, <clears throat> and everybody was so jealous when I first got it because the uh, the bat has teeth on it, like pretty sharp teeth. So I could just, if I had to, which I prefer to grind it up, but if I had to, I could just stick a nug in there, and then the teeth themselves would grind it up and pack the bowl. Right. And I've had that. I mean, it's falling we apart now. It. Like the lids cracked in half, and I he is currently to keep using it. I am. <laughs> but I love it. It's my little cherry wood, and that's my preferred way. But I'll, I mean, I like smoking joints and, and blunts and stuff. But 
I'm not the Rockefeller, so I can't just roll those constantly. Like that's a that's a yeah. you know a special treat for us when we yes. get to have that. Obviously, bongs and and uh, bubblers and stuff like that we like too. Yeah, I re- I recently got him into glass. Yeah, I do I do like glass, but nothing will. I don't think I'll ever change with my 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 digger one hitter. I I love and hate your little one hitter. For those of you that don't know what this, it's one of those like little cigarette fake. Yeah, they were hitters. painted like they're painted to look like it. they're not anymore. That's long gone. But no. they were painted to look like a cigarette. And it's got those teeth on them, so it fits perfectly in. But then the holes drilled into his one hitter, it's like uneven on the bottom. So weed always gets stuck in there a little bit. And for me, that's very frustrating. I'm like, oh, it all needs to come out perfectly clean. Like on our little plastic dugout. You oh, can get those perfectly yeah. clean. Oh, it's hard to get that one perfectly clean. But, yeah. I mean, it's, it's my OG. I mean, it's my ride or die bit. Like, I can't get rid of it. I understand that because um, I didn't start, like, really smoking on a regular basis until I met him, actually. Uh, right when I had not, to take that break. Yeah, he's not <laughs> as bad of an influence as it sounds. I had started smoking before then. I had friends that... Um, you know, had given me some before, but I had never purchased any on my own. And I was very scared because as we had spoken about, it was not particularly legal. (laughs) And I am a giant chicken and very like do things by the book. Don't break the rules. You know, it's a rule for a reason kind of person. (laughs) And so whenever I moved away from that particular set of friends that always had some, um, then I was just, you know, stuck not having any until, you know, a friend or whatever would come along that had some. Right. And then he happened to quit at the <clears throat> same time that... Took a break, did not quit. Okay. He was had... forced to take a break to pass a drug test. <laughs> he had to take a drug test, and so he took a break. And a so... hair follicle drug test at that, too. That sucked. Yeah. So I got all of his leftovers that he was not using at the moment. And then Which I remember... Which was probably like a, close to an ounce. Yeah, it was a pretty good amount. And then he bought me a twisty blunt mm-hmm. because I abhor using um, blunt papers. What are those? Cigarolos or whatever? I mean, they could be. There's lots of different types, but yeah. I mean, we, we've wrappers. done those. I, I promise you that I have sat in the front seat of my best friend's car and rolled them. But I personally... I was your best friend. I didn't. I hadn't met you at that point. I've always been your best friend. Yeah, always, forever. We're soulmates. Mm-hmm. Every life, we've been best friends. Exactly. Um. Anyways, <laughs> so we, you know, I, I've smoked them. I rolled them. It's okay. I like it, but um, I personally don't like to mix anything else into my weed, and no. especially not anymore. And unless it's more weed. Yeah, more or weed. different types. Yeah, Keith. like Keith, a little bit of what? Shatter? Is that what you're talking about? Or crumble? Shatter, crumble, any of it, really. Oh. Any of that. If it's weed-related, go ahead, throw it in there. But, um, so I, I'm, and I really like glass, the idea of being able to reuse it, clean it, etc. 
And so he bought me this little twisty blunt. It was the best thing ever. I was so excited. I filled it up with all the stuff he got me. And then I got hooked on glass. And, um, and our dumb dog broke it. <laughs> yeah. And so I had a study group with one of my friends one day. And the dog that we had just gotten literally had him, what, like two, three weeks? And his big, dumb butt. And he is so unaware of his giant size, and he just knocked it right off the coffee table. Or not the coffee table, the end table, which isn't really a table, but still. And, yep, shattered it. Weed in it and everything. Had to pick all the glass out. Uh, I was kind of scared to smoke it. No, No, we didn't. He's he's literally laying. Yeah, he's literally laying right here. King likes to smoke out of weed, too. Yeah, they say that you shouldn't do that, but he likes asks you for it he'll come up you wait, and, i mean like, it's not like hit. you are forcing it down his face uh-uh. it just blow in his face and he loves it yeah like, he'll, he'll come over and hit his face in your face when he sees you <clears> take <throat> a hit and he'll just sit there and wait on you to blow it out in his face oh yeah he like a freak <laughs> he's a and he's, he's the a, only one of the dogs that does that yeah we have two is. more none of neither one of them act like that neither one of them want it neither one of them show interest in it not king He's all about it. That's because he's been around so long. <laughs> he's, he's seen some things. Yeah, like, he's like, oh, back when I was in the pal. Yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> Poor guy. Yeah, I'll leave it to you. She goes and, I mean, I have this little blue healer dog. I think it was deaf and they had, like, taught it how to no, ring a bell. No, it wasn't the deaf one. The deaf one was the cute yeah, little white one Yeah, but he was gone and eyes. that's the reason we ended up going was the whole reason because they ended yeah. up selling him. And then I found another blue healer there who turned out to be super duper aggressive. Yeah. <laughs> which we found that out when we walked past him. Yeah. But then Katie goes and picks out this dog that looks like a mountain lion. He's literally the biggest dog in the entire place. And he's like, seriously? Yeah. And then I was like, well, I'll just let her get it out of her system because we don't have the money for it. And then all of a sudden the dude comes out and he's like, oh, today's perfect because we're having a sale. And you get the dog and a duck bag of food and all this for yeah. 25 bucks. I was like, great. So he let me walk him, and I'm sure Cody thought, you know, I'll, I'll make her lead him around this place, and he'll be so big, he drags her everywhere. She won't want him. Wrong. And, and then I was like, well, you know, what's the whole situation? And the guy was like, well, we're having an Easter special. So for the special, his adoption fee had gotten reduced to like uh, $20 or something, I think. And then on top of that, they gave us this coupon book to Petco or PetSmart, whatever. And so you could go and it gave you like a couple different dog food options where you could get like an actual free bag of dog food, got you a free collar, a free leash, you know, bowls, all the basic pet care stuff. And then you got additional coupons for like when you needed to buy food and stuff again. And so we ended up going home with him, even though he had not planned on actually getting a dog that day right let's make a short story super long but oh, anyways up. uh back on the topic of our podcast hey, it's not adoptive dog podcast well it should be everybody should adopt yay adopt not shop yep you say that and everybody says that and obviously i mean it's a good thing and i'm on board with it I mean, we but at a certain point then you just run out of dogs right right that's the point what? And then no one else gets to have dogs no, later on in the future? No, then you get the bread one. Oh. Then you can start paying for them. But make sure all oh, these... Oh, I paid for them all. And I still pay for them. <laughs> it's not cheap feeding three dogs the size of small humans. 
Yeah. Uh, not even small humans. I'd say medium. Medium. I like teenage humans. All three of them have some sort. Actually, one of them is full-blooded German Shepherd, but the other two both have German Shepherd in them, and you can tell in their size. Right. Anyways, so, marijuana. Anyways, back on marijuana. <laughs> Jeez Louise. Okay, so let's talk about the first time you ever, ever smoked. The first time I ever smoked, again, was with the same cousin. I'm not going to say names, obviously, because in but case he doesn't want people to know. Are. Like, that's not my business. <laughs> yeah, I hope he does. He might be so stoned. He don't. But anyways, <laughs> uh, so like I said on our first episode, I think it was, I waited till I was 18, which wasn't, I mean, it was just a, you know, I felt like I should wait till I was an adult. And so I did. Uh, and we had talked about it previously. Like, we were talking about it. And he even said, he was like, well, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to give you any until at least your 18th birthday. I was like, okay, that's fine. So it was literally, I think it was maybe the night after I had turned 18, maybe the night of, and we were sitting in his living room watching The Walking Dead, I think. And I was sitting in this little rocking chair, and all of a sudden, his one-hitter and his dugout. So that's where I got it from. Uh, both my cousins that I started smoking with both also use uh, the one-hitters in the dugouts. So he th- it just kind of landed in my lap, and he <laughs> handed it to me, and I was just kind of like, okay, what do I do? And the first time, of course, like I just get it in my mouth. And then the second time, you know, you get a good hit and you think, man, I hope I don't die. <laughs> right. Because <laughs> you can't stop but, coughing. But it wasn't bad. No, having someone there that was experienced with it and that I knew really well and was able to calm me down, you know, and talk me through it. I never really had that horrible experience. The only time I've had that was with that time I did that. that the dab. Damn. And I was so high I couldn't move my head. And that wasn't really terrible. It was just not what I wanted. Like, I was higher than I wanted to be, which sucks no matter what. Nobody likes that. Right. My what first time, it was also on my 18th birthday. It was actually on my 18th birthday. Um, so I had worked with a bunch of my sister's friends, but whenever your older sister has friends, they all kind of become, like, that support system around you, like, that we're friends with you, but also Speak if anybody ever, okay, well, in my particular case, it was like a, you know, we're friends with you and we enjoy hanging out with you, but also don't ever, don't let anybody ever mess with you or will hurt you. And they're kind of like older siblings, but adopted in kind of way. And so I also worked with a bunch of them and they also are those particular set of friends that I told you earlier, always had marijuana. And so they knew that I was waiting until I had turned 18 to smoke. So on my 18th birthday, one of my really good friends, someone that I trusted very well, rolled a joint and me and him and his, I want to say that his sister was with us or maybe it was Clayton's sister. Probably You're not supposed to use real names. That's the whole point of this. Well, I, I promise you nobody's going to make the connection because I wasn't friends with him. I just know his name. Oh, well, I don't care about Clayton anyways. <laughs> anyways, um, I'm pretty sure there was one other person with us, and we walked through a park, so I was a little bit paranoid. I don't think that walking through the park was the best no. of decisions. but no, not when it's illegal. His house was preoccupied, and obviously we couldn't do it at mine. And so we did that, or whatever, and I remember coughing my lungs up, and I looked at him, and I was like, is this supposed to be happening? Am I supposed to feel like this? Because I just couldn't catch my breath. And then, you know, it was over. I don't think I smoked more than, like, a handful of hits from it. And 
then he put me in the car and we drove around for a while. I was like, can you just turn on some Nirvana? <laughs> and I closed my eyes and it was daylight out. I mean, sun was almost setting, but I, the next time I remember like opening my eyes from my Nirvana jam session, it was pretty dark outside and we were at this park around the ha- corner from my house and different park. <laughs> and I was like, oh my gosh, I have to go get on this merry-go-round. So I get on this merry-go-round and I'm like literally in the center of it doing some weird like balance on one foot yoga thing while he's spinning it really, really fast. And then I like lose my balance. So I lay down on it and I can hear like the bars underneath hitting as it goes around in a circle. And in my my super high brain, I was like, man, this sounds like steel drums. And then I heard like the crickets and the birds. Like, it's like a freaking melody just right here. And I know shit. I told him. I looked up at him. It's like, we have to come back when we're sober and record this. I was like, this is good shit. Oh, God. (laughs) And then I went home. He took me home because I was literally lived like right down the street. And at that point, I was composed enough and everybody in my house was asleep enough that I felt comfortable going in and not like I was going to be super obvious that I was high. And I had one of those big, like, zip-top bags of Starburst. And I woke up the next morning surrounded in Starburst wrappers. And the Starburst bag was completely empty. And I had a huge, huge stomach ache. See, that's, I, that's kind of the perk, though, of having parents that are, I wouldn't say against marijuana, but definitely not for it, is they're not going to notice this quick. Like, my dad, that night, I came home. I had done the eye drops. I had stayed over there for a while, everything. The minute I walked in, he was like, you stoned, aren't you? I was like, yeah. He was like, okay, that's fine. Just don't drive anywhere. Right. But no, there was, there was no, I mean, my dad's like a hound dog when it comes to that stuff. Actually, so for our Christmas special, I don't know if I should say this, uh, for our Christmas special, he gets time off of work and he's going to be on the podcast. That's all I'll say. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. I think that'll be fun. <laughs> It'll be uh, different. That'll so, be super different, specifically for moi. Because yeah, you've never I have seen never my dad on a podcast. Never seen your dad on guest ever. Neither no. one. Actually, I think I've probably seen your mom <laughs> on a podcast, but probably. Anyways, um, yeah. So looking forward to that next episode. So right now we're doing. I know I kind of just transitioned really quickly, but it's just, I, I just have to say what comes to my mind. Comes that's, to my mind. That's fine. So right now we're doing every two weeks, obviously, because we just started off and I didn't want to just be force feeding content where I'm just trying to put something out and then it sounds bad. Right. I wanted to wait so I could, and I'm, con- you can ask Katie, I, so I listen to podcasts constantly. That's all, all I do all day, every day I'm listening Tom to podcasts. Tom Segura, Joe Well, you want to try to say that again? Tom Segura. <laughs> It's Tom Segura. <laughs> so Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan's the one I listen to the most just because I like his content. Whereas he's, you know, he smokes weed on his all the time. They drink that, but they could talk about anything. Yeah, they and I like that that freedom that he has in, and that you know he he doesn't have this small audience. He has everyone That's because huge. one at least one episode is going to appeal to someone, someone from a different you know audience group. But so, yeah, so I listen to that and I'm constantly so I'll go through episodes in my head and I'll talk for each person or, you know, what, what I'm what they might say and how I'll react to it. Uh, just trying to get all that. And uh, so two weeks made sense now because it's just us. But like this next episode, we're going to be putting out, which will be two weeks from today. So it'll be not 
next Monday, but the Monday after. Right. We'll do our first guest episode, and, and we'll kind of wait till later to announce who that is. Uh, I mean, we already have it planned, and I, I know who it is, but we'll do a kind of a reveal. Because um, they have a podcast as well, so yeah. they might want to do something uh, for theirs. Um, but after, I've said um so many times, after we <laughs> do that episode, but um, after we do that episode, I'm gonna, we're going to try to switch to every week. week. Yeah. And then from there on, you know, it might be a couple of times a week. It just depends on the main part is COVID obviously plays yeah. a big part in what we can and can't do. Uh, people's schedule. Obviously, these people that we're talking to, you know, owners and budgets and stuff like that, they have busy schedules because we have to kind of work around everybody and make sure everybody's happy and also make sure that we're putting out the best content possible because I'm never going to rush. I would rather upset y'all a little and be like, hey, it's going gonna, it's gonna to have to be late this time. Enforce something, That's make it quality. go fast, and then it sound like shit. Yeah. I'm not ever going to do that. We um, want to make sure <clears> we give you quality content right. every time. Which, like, speaking of which, this is our first episode on all our new equipment. So we're using our lavalier mics. Yes. Am I saying that right? Lavalier mics. Hopefully it they're, sounds good. They're like the cardioid ones. This is all new stuff to us, so yeah. we're kind of, you know, going to say the word so we know that, you know, we know what we're talking about. Yeah, exactly. Uh, we got a new actual like digital recorder. And then to... every time we would get what we ordered, we'd get it and then realize, well, shit, we need a, this part to go with it to yeah. make this work. And like today, our last part should come in. And hopefully that is the last thing we need. Yeah. Because I'm so sick of having to find more stuff. Right. Having to order another part. When I first looked it all up, it seemed like it was just perfect. It had everything we needed. And then we got it. And I was like, well. These if we would have just gotten the one up version from it, yeah, it would have. But I was trying to, we were trying to keep it as small as possible because how we're doing this is going to require a lot of traveling or it's going to be phone calls. But either way, the smaller, the better for us. And right. this was the smallest option. But now once you get everything for it to make it work the way we need it to, it's actually quite a bit of stuff. Yeah. So. Which is okay. Hopefully, I mean, the, we've played it back uh, with some test stuff and the audio sounds really good and crisp. So hopefully it'll work out for us. Yeah, we're we're excited. Yeah, we have people lined. I have people lined up for phone calls and in person. Uh, main thing is just going to be spending these two weeks one recording that episode with who we're going to be recording with, and scheduling everything else. Yeah, scheduling. I'm scheduling interested. is the hardest because it'll be like, well, you have this set of rules for COVID right now, but then a week from later, it's completely changed. Right, and not just that. Um, I'm interested. I've never seen you half to schedule anything before it is one of your things that you're very adamant about to live very off schedule you don't like to plan things well that's because of where i worked and you know what i was yeah. used to i was on call 24 7 and didn't matter what was going on it was your lifestyle. when the phone rang you go to work and right. so planning stuff just wasn't realistic it was kind of like okay i have this you know 12 hours off from now until the phone rings we need to do something it was never hey two weeks from now we're gonna go to florida Right. That wasn't an option, especially starting out. You know, I didn't get, I had hardly had any paid time off. I could maybe get yeah. a day or two. Yeah. But things are different now since I'm, you know, furloughed, <laughs> not working. Yeah, but, since you haven't been able to work, the stinking COVID. But I was able to kind of find something that I've never really had. I've had jobs that I like, but I've never had something I look forward to where this podcast is that, where I'm going to get to learn things. I'm going to get to meet new people. And hopefully, you know, I, I have plans outside of this. So this is how I kind of wanted to end the episode was talking about 
so I'm passionate about cannabis. And I feel like when you tell people that and they hear that, they immediately think, well, he's a pothead, right? right. You're passionate about cannabis. You're a pot. That just means you like to smoke a lot of weed. And it, and it really wasn't. It was so obviously I do like to smoke weed recreationally yeah. or just strictly recreational purpose. It's not because, I mean, I'm constantly in pain with my, you know, with my back the way it is. But sometimes I just want to get high. And it makes right. you know it makes me feel better. I may be in a bad mood, and that's why I'm doing it, or whatever. But for me, once I started smoking, and then once I actually learned about it, once I you know did the research Educated and got all yourself. the information, and started learning all these things it could help with. So I've had so my grandfather on my dad's side died of cancer, and he had lung cancer and it ended up spreading to his brain. That happened when I was in fifth grade, and they ended up putting him in hospice. And where obviously he got he got that from he smoked he drank and he dipped so obviously I'm not saying well if he would have smoked weed that would have saved his life but maybe it would have helped once he got to that. so when it spread to his brain after that we couldn't talk to him anymore like he wasn't coherent right. and he wasn't there uh, and part of me thinks like you know maybe what if that would have been an option for him could it have slowed that down and made that last bit of time a little more uh, you know not as bad. Right, right. He would have bed qu better quality of life before yeah. he left. Or, you know, if it would have been legal, would he have chose to smoke marijuana instead of smoking cigarettes, or dipping drinking. tobacco? And then maybe that would, never would have happened in the same. I mean, we have so many people in my family on both sides. But like my great aunt died of, uh, she died of cancer. I don't remember what type it was because I was pretty young when that happened. Uh, my grandpa on my mom's side, uh, heart condition, he has had lung cancer, breast cancer testicular cancer, heart disease. I mean, so all these problems that I'm reading that cannabis is, and CBD and stuff like that, oh, same thing, but it's, it helps significantly and it's alleviating so many of these symptoms and problems that come with these issues they had and I can't help but think, had they had access to this, how much of a difference could it made? And so that kind of eats away at me and and it kind of consumed me, and so that's why I say it's my passion. It's not my passion because just because I love weed, because I do absolutely love it, and I love the smell of it, and I love the different tastes and the strains, and it just it ceases to amaze me in the things I do with it. But my big driving factor is, you know, if I have these problems or if my kids have these problems or my sisters or my parents, you know, maybe I'm going to be able to use this knowledge and help them. Right. You know, maybe I can stop what happened to my grandparents and, you know, my great aunt or all of them. Maybe I can stop that from happening to these people. Right. And my, my love and appreciation for cannabis, it doesn't necessarily come from my family as motivators. I mean, it does in a way because, like, my grandmother on my mother's side has severe Crohn's disease and had to have a very large portion of like her intestines removed and there's certain foods she can't eat and I remember you know my entire childhood having her having to be close to a bathroom because of this disease and then finding out how incredibly beneficial marijuana is but it's still something that's illegal and I mean you're not taking my grandmother out of the great state of Texas and the great state of Texas isn't legalizing anytime soon so no. getting her that is you know pretty much impossible but my personal CBD is legal though yeah and she my mother has Federally. pushed and gotten both my both of her parents to start using it and it helps 
significantly, oh, especially yeah. my grandfather. But uh, he's got a lot of weird war injuries and problems from back in Vietnam yeah. that it helps with. Um, but my real like love and appreciation came from from myself. From I'm I've had some not great experiences, and uh, I've also had some things that maybe I caused myself mentally, like extra pressures that I've put on myself throughout my life, etc. That has caused me to have severe anxiety. On top of the fact that my family history has, you know, a history of severe anxiety and stuff like that. And so whenever marijuana came into my life, it was like, what can I do to help help this? Because I got, you know, I've been on different types of antidepressants. I've been on different types of anxiety medications. I remember being on one when I was working. Um, I worked at a fast food restaurant, and when I was working there, I was on it. I was a manager, and I remember just standing around and my employees being like, what is wrong with you? And I was like, I don't know. I just started taking this new medication, and I was just like a zombie. And then one day, I forgot to take it, and my emotions were all over the place. I'd yell at them for, you know, dropping a fry. Single <laughs> in the, fry? Yeah, like dropping a fry out of the basket onto, like, the floor or something. Mm. And the next thing you knew, I was, like, bawling my eyes out. And one of my friends it's slash... like you when you're pregnant. Co- basically. One of my friends slash co-managers had to pull me aside and be like, what the heck is wrong with you? And I was like, I missed my medication today. I was just bawling my eyes out in the office. And that's not fun. I've never been someone that likes to take medication because I was sick a lot as a kid and had to. And so then for something that is as basic as controlling my mental health to have to take medication that made me feel that horrible, I was like, I'm not about it. And so I found marijuana and it, it had all of the, the benefits. It helped me. It leveled my mood. I could smoke a little more if I needed, you know, if I was having a panic attack, I could smoke a little bit more and it wasn't like, you know, going to kill me. It didn't make me feel weird. Any of that. Yeah, I didn't have, on weed. Right. It didn't have all of those negative, nasty side effects that I hated. Plus, I didn't have to worry about taking it every day like you do a pill, which I just so happened to be horrible at. So, I'll, I'll forget to take a pill every day, but I will never forget to smoke fucking weed all, all day every day. <laughs> Valid. But, uh, yeah, I feel like that was pretty good. Yeah, pretty I, I think so, too. I feel pretty good about it. I, I hope the people listening felt pretty good about it, too. That's kind of the main goal, right? Uh. And hopefully, pretty soon, we'll have, like, an exit song, or I'm sure there's a word for that. I don't know. An outro. I don't think that's the word, but that's what I'm going to call it. I think that's someone who... It's like an intro, but out. Outro. I think one of the dogs barked. (laughs) Probably. Frank. Let's end it on that one. Thanks for listening, guys. Yeah, thanks. Bye.